LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Triumph. Inspiration. Tragedy. You can pick one word to describe your life as it stands right now. What is it? I'm Alex Schulte, the host of One Word Stories, a free-to-listen interview podcast where the guest and I take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. Every episode, I'll be interviewing local people from every corner of our beautiful community about where they are now, and then we'll take a trip to the past and find out how we got here. After every episode, there will be a post-show where the guest and I play games and unwind at the end of a recording. The One Word Stories post-show is exclusive to LAS Plus subscribers. To subscribe and get access to ad-free episodes, bonus content to all LAS podcasts, discounts at live shows, access to exclusive merch, and much more, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Do you know someone that has a story that needs to be told? Please contact me. Fill out the contact form on the One Word Stories show page at laspodcastnetwork.com slash stories. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You can find new episodes of One Word Stories for free every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. One Word Stories. What's your word? LAS. Welcome to Other. Welcome to Other. With your hosts, I'm Caleb Scales. And I'm Sarah Van Cleve. And we're here to bring you all the good stuff. All the good stuff. All that good, good. All that good, good. <laughs> definitely a vibe in here today as I'm looking at my beloved Caleb who shaved beloved. off. Yes, my beloved. <laughs> my beloved. Who shaved off all of his facial hair. I'm a baby face. And I distinctively remember having a conversation last week and mm. you were like, I want to shave. And I was like, no. And then look at you. You fucking did it anyway. And I actually vividly remember telling you I'm going to shave my face in spite of you. I know. Or I know you said you. it was your face. But I just... Right. It's I, my face, but you have to look at it. I do have to look at it. <laughs> I do. Good point. Well, we're so glad you guys are joining us today on this episode. We want to remind you all to um, subscribe to LAS+. Plus. Do it. LAS is a local broadcasting media um, company here in Cedar Rapids, and they are awesome. Um, you should go subscribe. LAS Plus. Podcastnetwork.com. You're going to find all sorts of different things. We just found out today that our merch is coming out soon. <gasps> merch! Yes, merchandise, baby doll. I can't wait. <laughs> we have t-shirts coming, and we're very excited about them. Super excited. Um, but you can find that all on the LAS um, website. website. Yeah. Yeah, go. Go do that. Do it. And while you're at it, can you guys please like and review Othered? 
wherever you're listening to us. I would appreciate that. Because I see the analytics. I know y'all fuck with us. Mm-hmm. But I don't see that reflected in our reviews right. and ratings. Exactly. So can you please just go leave us five stars? Yeah, just say a little word. Just you know, a little like, word. It's like five stars. It's good. Would be good enough for me. Start off with the <laughs> rating. If you're not comfortable using your words yet, just use use the stars to show us how much you care. Uh, yeah, do that. And then after you've built up your confidence, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you can leave a review. Right, because we know how people are so shy on the internet. So shy. No balls. No, no balls. courage. <laughs> like they just are afraid to say everything i know right right so go do that for us please thank you thank you so caleb so sarah how you been i've been good i've been thinking a lot about how bad i am at parking oh um not that i'm like bad at parking but i just have the most horrible job like i i am i I have a hard time finding the right spots to park at. Like today, I parked three blocks away still. And there were parking spots right in front of TCR. Like, why did I park that far away? I don't know. That's a long journey. Do I like punishing myself? Maybe. I don't know. I did a spectacular parallel park. I'm a really good parallel parker. I know this about you, and I'm yeah. actually very impressed. It's cause... like a little known fact. And a lot of people don't think I'm a good driver, so I think it's surprising when I can whip out a parallel park. Mm-hmm. There are very few people who can do that well. Yes, but I can. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think I'm a good parallel parker. Hmm. Every once in a while, though, I'll like do it wrong. I'm like, God damn it, that was stupid. I know. And then you're like stuck. Yeah, and then I feel bad about myself. And then I just leave. I'm like, fuck the shit. Right. <laughs> I'm going to park another three blocks away. What was it like a couple weeks ago that lady was like yelling at me? I was trying to yeah. parallel park in front of this. Mm, anyway. God bless her. Bless Hope her. she's doing well, whoever you are. <laughs> Blessings to you. <laughs> Lady. Lady with the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fun for you. Yeah. How was your week, Sarah? It was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Non-eventful. Uneventful. Yes. And uh, I like it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was the first week of my favorite month of the year. Oh, tell me more. It's Black History Month! Oh, my God. I wait all year for Black History Month. Black History Month, come on down! Woo-woo-woo! Shortest month of pow, the year. Pow, pow, pow. Only 28 days. Right. Just goes to show how much America loves its people. But you know what? It's all right. <laughs> At least we get a month. That's true. That's true. I guess. Yeah. Right. I made it a point a couple years ago... Well, probably about 10 years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear black every day during Black History Month. Mm-hmm. I wear black every day right. now, every way, like anyway, so it's mm-hmm. not a big deal to do that. But I do sure. love Black History Month. And I love embracing black culture, mm-hmm. learning about it. Absolutely. And educating about it. And it seems like it's one of the few months where the white people in my life don't get offended. Because they can't. Because <laughs> it's our month. Right. So that's fun. It's like you can't be mad at me on my birthday. Right. right. Kind of like that You can't be thing. mad at me during Black History <laughs> Month. <laughs> free reign to do whatever you want. Yes. Yeah. I have free reign of mm-hmm. it all. Yeah. Black History Month is so interesting to me. I mean, before we did this, before we sat down, we did a little research. Um, and it was interesting to know... That like initially it was only a week long, mm-hmm. and then in '76, Gerald Ford issued a proclamation for the for a month, mm-hmm. and then that was a f- 
officially designated month of February was officially designated as Black History Month by Congress mm. in 86. And guess who was the fucking president? Who? Ronald fucking Reagan. Ronald Reagan. That Isn't that ironic? Show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did he just give us Black History Month so we wouldn't notice the war on drugs and notice that he was fucking up the black community? Or, yeah, fucking up the AIDS crisis and all that bullshit. All the shit? Yeah. Everyone who was underrepresented mm-hmm. and marginalized. Right. Good job, Reagan. Thanks, Ronald. Right. Appreciate and Nancy, it. you're not any better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, not to get too political, but like, God damn it. Um, black history is political. It is. I think blackness is a political statement. Absolutely. To be black. 100% agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important. I think in the, in the public spotlight to pay attention to black history. I agree. And I didn't know this earlier today, uh, but you told me, is that every year there's a different theme mm-hmm. for black history. Yeah. I didn't know that either, but in doing my research, I also came across that. And I was like, that's cute. It is cute. It is. And what's our theme this month? Black health and wellness. I love that. Yeah. And we were kind of talking about earlier that I've... At least in, like, the accounts I follow on social media mm-hmm. have seen a huge push and uptick in wellness. Yeah. And, like, self-care and physically caring for your body and eating healthier mm-hmm. and, um, like, finding practitioners who look like you. Yeah. And believe your thoughts and reconnecting to our indigenous spiritual roots. Absolutely. And I think... It's, I mean, okay, so I've, like, on social media, I'm on Twitter mostly. Facebook is kind of, like, more professional stuff for me. Um, but on Twitter, there's, like, the, in the Twitterverse, there's, like, black Twitter. Mm-hmm. And black Twitter is a very specific thing. Yes. And I remember, like, specifically, like, when I was getting into kind of, like, my activism phase, not phase, like, I was becoming more active in my social awareness. Mm-hmm. I started following people, like... DeRay McKesson and like there's issues with him and like I remember following like Sean King and there's also issues with him but mm-hmm. like also following a whole bunch of people who were also doing like on the ground work right and that was like really interesting to like start hearing I think the first time I ever read the statement self-care was mm-hmm. from a black woman Twitter mm-hmm. user and I think that was like so like I don't know what that is like what does that look like and like I just started you know going down this not rabbit hole but like expanding my I don't know my viewpoint on black health and wellness Mm -hmm. or the black experience really mostly yeah so that's interesting i love twitter do you have a twitter i don't oh i like have a twitter but i don't use my twitter Mm -hmm. i hate social media so i don't want to do it yeah plus i don't like posting that often i also really hate social media i hate facebook Mm -hmm. i'm never on instagram i'm never on snapchat never on tiktok but Twitter has my heart. Okay. It's like I'm obsessed with it. All right. I know a lot of people are on Reddit too, which is fine. But Reddit's just like. I still don't understand what Reddit is. I didn't understand it either. I get it a little bit more now because some friends have like showed me whatever. Anyway, Twitter is just exciting to me. Okay. Because it's just like, it's like immediate news. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, especially when things are going on in like Ferguson or um, mm. things like that. Like, sometimes like I get quicker news right from people on twitter like journalists on twitter or like people who are on the ground there yeah then i do like the news station. the news yeah that's a good point maybe i will re-examine twitter 
Maybe I'll get active. I'm not telling you that Twitter, being on Twitter is activism, but it is in some way for okay. me. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's your lane of activism. Well, I think in some way it's like I get, I feel like I've learned so much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, you've built like yourself a little community of people to like read their yeah, tweets. Absolutely. And it's like, it's raw, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people that I didn't know, like before they even started writing books, like, um, what's her name? Ichiyama Oluo. She mm-hmm. wrote, um, so you want to talk about race, but I was following her on Twitter before she re- released that book. But like, I think, you know, there's a statement that, or this feeling that like, I don't want to have to educate everybody all the time, right? you know, but for whatever reason, Twitter has been very educational for me. Well, good. That, like, I don't have to, like, come to my black friends and be like, teach me about this. Yeah. You know? But I've been getting a lot of that from kind of, like, the shared telling of experience through black Twitter. Okay. Well, I'm going to get on. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I, I think will. you should. I am. I really like this year's topic. Will you say it again? Black health and wellness. State. Okay. In my mind, it was a lot more complex than what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Black health and wellness. Well, I think I it's really, kind of complicated. Well, it's complex, it, right? It is. And I like I like your story about the first time you ever heard the term self-care was on Black Twitter. And I'm one of those Black people who can easily tie any and everything Black back to slavery. Mm-hmm. Well, Black people. And I really believe in this instance, for real, it's hard for black people to practice radical self-care because of slavery. Okay. I mean, I think, you know, in the day and age where white people were taking baths and relaxing, black people literally were not able to relax Mm -hmm. because if they were, they were beaten. Mm -hmm. So the art of practicing stillness did Mm -hmm. not exist in our culture. And then when I think of, you know, generational traits that gets passed down. And slavery isn't even a hundred years ago yet. So I think of the fact that you had grandparents teaching parents, well, we can't be still, you know? Mm -hmm. And at first it was because, well, we might get beat or hung. And then Mm -hmm. it's, well, we can't be still and rest because we're seen as lazy. Right. And we need to be working hard. And then it's like, well, now we just can't rest and be still because it's just such an ingrained thought. Well, I think it's such a... (sighs) I have feelings about this too, but, um, it's like this trick. It's like a, it's a form of propaganda almost in, in, in a real way, in a big way that like, I think we've been made to believe that that experience mm-hmm. for black people, for the black legacy is so far removed from us now. Cause mm-hmm. we're not, no, we're not, we're really not. No. And it's so, <clears throat> I mean like whenever you see pictures of um martin luther king jr they're mm-hmm. always in black and white and i think they intentionally do that to make it seem like it's a lot longer ago than it actually was yeah and that's a thing that people have talked about like they point this out like any picture of mlk jr you see like publicly posted mm-hmm. like by any kind of institution or official whatever it's always in black and white yeah and it's rarely with his family even though he had mm-hmm. children yeah and a wife yeah and yeah always in black and white yeah it's just a dehumanizing Oh, yeah, or in some ways, like, in order to, like, distance ourselves from the evils that we've become aware of, you know? It's Mm -hmm. like, instead of owning up to it, instead of being like, oh, yeah, we made this great progress, or we're trying to make more progress, it's like, oh, this happened a long time ago. Yeah, this is so far removed from our current history or culture Mm -hmm. that we don't really need to be concerned. Right. Yeah. Or that we're all better now. 
Yes, that we're all better now. Right. We're not racist. We're not racist Black anymore. people have it just as good as white yeah. people do now. We don't now. see color here. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Oh, right. We don't see color. Anyway, so I think it's like it, Black History Month is really just so important for the United States of America to really dive into. Mm-hmm. And I wish more people did. I wish it was more of like a, I don't know. I just don't see very much happen during Black History Month that mm-hmm. is like for the public. You kind of have to seek it out a little bit more. I agree. Instead of it being like, this is this is something that we're doing as a country. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I feel like whenever it comes to BIPOC mm-hmm. people... Um, B-I-P-O-C. Yes. Black you want to explain what that is for people who don't, that may not know? Black Indigenous People of Color. Mm-hmm. So you could be it's black, kind of a bigger umbrella, or yes, a person of color. Yeah, um, but for BIPOC people, we do have to seek out shit that has to do with us. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of remember when I was telling you a couple of weeks ago, my friend and I hosted um, a trap yoga event. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was really fun, and it was the first event like that we've seen in Cedar Rapids. Mm-hmm. And she had someone message her, and she's a black yoga teacher too and someone messaged in cedar her. rapids yeah in cedar oh, rapids awesome. yeah we'll talk more about that later love it um but someone messaged her and was like hey i saw your advertisement for trap yoga and i was wondering if it was open for white people and i remember when she told me that and i was like what the fuck is this crazy i was like why would she what made her ask that and she was mm. like well it's because we said grab your homies and your yoga mat Mm-hmm. So the word homies <laughs> made this white woman question if the space was for her. But and then I was <laughs> telling you and you were like, hmm. And I was just like, you know, I, we are constantly seeking out experiences that might validate us as individuals. Sure. And it's a lot of work. There aren't things that are you're in saying front you're of, like as a black person. Yes. yes. As BIPOC people. Mm-hmm. And there aren't a lot of things that are readily available, open, and advertised as things that will appease us. And then the minute a black person does something, like, and I'm just like, language is so powerful. Yeah, that one word, homies, Mm -hmm. made that white person question if that was an area they could- Feel excluded or something. Yes, and I'm like- what if I what if I had to navigate like thank God I don't have to navigate my life that way but like what if I did have to like if I navigated where I went and I let specific language or locations dictate where I went and what experiences I was a part of I would never leave the house right because nothing is for black people right nothing so is- isn't that kind of what you're saying though is that like so much of the world is not necessarily for you because you're right. living in a predominantly like white cis hetero space yes right like that is the world that you live in mm-hmm. and you have to occupy your body and your life and experience in those spaces mm-hmm. that are not necessarily meant for you right not that they're, like not that you're excluded necessarily but they're not, but they're not like yes exactly yes and i was just yes i wish i wish it was more accessible Right. So you're saying that you are having to navigate that. Yes. Yeah. And I wish, like you said, that it was more out there in our faces. We Mm. could access it. I wish that there were more experiences like this all the time, not just during Black History Month. Right. Because it makes me realize that it is, nothing is for us. Right. Just probably. Except for these 28 days in February. Right. The shortest fucking month of the whole year. But you probably feel like that too as like a gay man, especially when you watch like. 
commercials. I I just know I watch eHarmony commercials Mm -hmm. because the media is starting to incorporate a lot more diversity. Yes, Yes. which I love. I do too. Really funny. Mm-hmm. Because I'll watch like eHarmony commercials and it's a man holding his cat and he's like, I'm not here for games. I'm ready for real love. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck are they advertising to? Right. And I'm like, and this is funny because this is a space that isn't meant for mm-hmm. gay men. Right. However, they enter anyway. Yeah. And now eHarmony is trying to adapt. Mm-hmm. So it's like good. And they'll have them with black people too. And they'll yeah. be like. I ain't trying to play no more games, <laughs> you know, and like some weird throw an ebonic in there or something. Right, and like, I'm always just okay, like, okay, hmm, sure. What's huh, happening right now? Right. That is so interesting to note. And I think like also like representation really is so important to pay attention to. And earlier when we were talking, you we were talking about the theme for Black History Month this year. And mm-hmm. immediately my brain went to Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Miranda Bailey and Richard Weber. Yeah. Because those are like, I, they're in the healthcare system. I mean, obviously it's a TV show. I get it. Haha. Ha, but. Is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, this is a real life. <laughs> this is a real life storytelling. Yeah, it feels like it. It's a documentary. It is a documentary. <laughs> God, I hope not. There's so much drama. <laughs> I know. I'm never great. moving to Seattle ever. Oh, I am. Anyway. Um, but that's where my brain, brain went to. And it was just like, it's a representation right like and they were also like in the leads in their field too Mm -hmm. which i think is important you know richard weber ran the hospital exactly and i think there's just so many jokes i think like this is so stereotypical so many so many times in like pop culture you know like and even in like horror films the black person's gonna die first Mm -hmm. right like that's just something you already know right off the bat Mm -hmm. because it happens every single fucking time that's a whole fucking rabbit trail into like why and it's because the black people are always trying to, like, save their white friend. Right. Or they sacrifice themselves right. for the white person. Yes. That, anyway. again, dates back to slavery. Yes. <laughs> it does. And what's so, like, I just think it's so important that, like, when we talk about representation in pop culture, like, I wish that things like Black History Month were more in our face than, like, these stupid tropes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important. I mean, like, it's kind of cool that they do themes because, like, the black experience is so varied and there's so many yeah layered absolutely nuanced nuanced 100% huge but what's important too is to celebrate the fact that there have been so many amazing black people in history who have accomplished so much in spite of so much opposition Mm -hmm. in spite of so much backlash and bullshit 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 yeah but I wish more people were paying attention to the history me too yeah, I feel like I want to go on a whole rant, but I'm going to restrain myself. Okay. I want to point out, too, you know, I love Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Not only because it's dramatic. Yeah. And we I love the drama. cry. I do love the drama. We live for the drama. Totally. And it's two black characters. Mm-hmm. And eventually they throw in a couple more little sprinkles of blackness in the A little seasons. more color. A little more. Not much, but oh. it gets a little more colorful. Okay, that's good. But I love that it... I like shows that depict <coughs> black people in positive ways. Mm, mm-hmm. I am also really careful about intentionally never saying anything bad about black people in front of white people. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I don't have negative opinions about things in our sure. culture or about certain individuals or mm-hmm. things or issues, but I don't talk about it in front of people 
who would take that out of context and maybe misuse it Mm -hmm. and not be able to comprehend what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So when I watch TV, I don't always want to watch slavery movies. Like I'm also like, I don't want to watch shit about slavery and being whipped and raped Mm -hmm. with white people either. Right. Um, the color purple is one mm-hmm. love it on my own. Won't yep. watch it with white people, right. but Grey's anatomy. I'm like, now we're seeing a black man run a hospital mm-hmm. and we're seeing a black woman be like second in command in the hospital. Right. And all of these people are educated and they mm-hmm. have probably pretty high incomes mm-hmm. and they are eloquently spoken and articulate. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really like that. I mm-hmm. like that depiction of black people. Oh, I love it. And I think it's important too. Me too. Because, like, mm. we're not just the friend that's dying. Right. We're not just the ghetto homie smoking weed right. or selling drugs. We didn't just get out of prison. Right. We don't have 10 baby daddies and 80 kids. Right. And AIDS mm-hmm. while we're shooting up heroin. Right. Like, there's happy, thriving, fun aspects of our lives, too. Absolutely. And I've told you to watch the show Insecure. Oh, yes. Issa Rae. Issa Rae, my girl. But that's another depiction. Is that HBO? Yes. Okay. It's the best. And I love that show because it's happy and it shows black people who are successful and happy mm-hmm. and thriving and doing well, mm-hmm. who went to college, mm-hmm. who have careers and who are growing. Yeah. And yeah, that's <clears throat> important because... We just don't see it much. Well, I think it, like, it celebrates black culture. Yes. In a healthy way. Yeah, exactly. In a way that makes you like want to come to the cookout instead of pitying mm-hmm. black people because... Well, isn't that the white thing is that they always want to be invited to the cookout? Yeah, but I'd rather have them want to be involved in our culture than mm. feel bad and be pining and, I don't know, something because they watched fucking Kunta Kinte mm-hmm. get beat. Oh, sure. I want it to come from a place of like they're seeing black happiness. Sure. Not sadness yeah. and trauma. Right. I want the respect to come from the fact that we're human. Mm-hmm. Not that we had to be human despite right. everything that happened. That makes sense. I guess. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So I feel like Black History Month is just a time we can be happy. Mm-hmm. And focus on the happy parts. Yeah, I think it's absolutely important to celebrate <clears throat> the happiness, the joy of black joy, mm-hmm. right? BIPOC joy. Yeah. For sure. And I, yeah, I don't know. It's had like so many thoughts and I feel like my brain is shutting down, but. Well, maybe we should take a break and can we share them? Oh, sure. Absolutely. When we get back? Yeah. Okay. Let's take a break. Let's do it. We'll see you on the other side. See you on the other side. It's gorgeous. Ozzy. Osborne? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ozzy Osborne. I didn't know that. I love everyone. It's one of my favorite songs. I love everyone. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> Caleb. Ouch.
Oh my God, Sarah. What's up, Caleb? What do ACDC, Stone Temple Pilots, Genesis, and Maroon 5 have in common? Hmm, they're all men with beards. <laughs> Close. <laughs> the Pork Tornadoes. I was number one party band is playing at the Paramount Saturday, February 26th at 8. Ooh, it, you know what? I did hear about that. We'll be celebrating the 15th anniversary of the band, featuring both old throwback tunes for longtime fans and current band favorite hits. I heard the tickets were only $20. <gasps> That's true. And for the VIP experience, it's only $50. You get access to the private pre-show event, exclusive merch, premium seating, and more. Oh my God. So I, are we getting tickets? We have to. Sarah, I cannot wait to sing Phil Collins with you. Caleb, me too! I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Hold on. Woo! Yeah. We might have to practice a bit. Let's practice. (laughs) We'll be ready. We'll be ready by the 26th. See you then. Hi, friends. Naomi here. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I need more Naomi ridiculousness in my life? Well, surprise! (laughs) I'm starting a podcast, and it's called The Ruckus with me, Naomi Ruckus Rose. This podcast is for anyone like me who is constantly trying to grow for the betterment of themselves and for the world and for those of us that can be a little blunt in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But wait, there's more. This podcast is free to listen to. But if you want to support local creators and get bonus content, Subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, go to LASPodcastNetwork.com. So join the ruckus with me, Naomi, every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. I love you all, some more than others. LAS. And we're back. We're back. And black. And black. I am. You're black. I'm just, I'm not wearing any black. He looks here, but he's got his indigenous um, <laughs> Ralph Lauren. Southwestern yes. Target. <laughs> Southwestern. Yes. That's probably more appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, coming back from what we were talking about, Black History Month, and the thoughts that we all have about this. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing this on Twitter, LOL. Oh, um, wow. Uh, nine, I thought, is what I saw. Bomb threats. So I just looked it up. HBCUs. We were talking. Which, if you don't know, means historically black college or university. It does. Uh, um, 14. 14? On Thursday. So on Thursday, February 1st, um, Rust College in Holly Springs, Mississippi, was one of 14 historically black colleges and universities that received bomb threats. I just am, like, tired of it. Yeah. That's got to be exhausting. It is. And I feel like... 
I don't know. There's always some attack on black people trying to be successful or trying to be better, or trying to pursue mm-hmm. an education or a job or housing or whatever. There's always something. And I really hate that shit. Yeah. It's loathsome. Yeah, it is. Loathsome. It's fucking, it's fucking bullshit is what it is. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with people. I don't either. I thought we didn't see color here <laughs> in America. Right. Well, apparently we do. We do. But what a way to kick off Black History Month. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. And it's just like, where does this all, I mean, why is there so much hate? Like, I don't understand. Like, where I does this hate know. come from? I don't get it. I think it's fear. Sure. I mean, I think fear is always the main place where hatred begins because mm-hmm. people are scared. I don't know what they're scared of. A I black person being educated. Come on now. Being better than them, I guess. Well, Maybe we're already. Right. We're already the superior race. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But we are pretty awesome <laughs> and we are often duplicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a shit ton of appropriation. Everywhere we go. Everywhere. But it's disappointing that we're not to a place where we can just celebrate um, black history and leave the colleges alone. Right. That have been historically safe places for black people. Yeah. Back when we couldn't attend college with y'all. Right. Because we weren't allowed. Right. Segregation. Where does that come from? Slavery. Slavery. Yep. See? It all comes back to slavery. Do you know what sucks? What? White people. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting you to say that, but yeah. Honestly. I agree. (laughs) I always am saying that shit, and I get in big trouble. I'm saying it. White people suck. Out of the mouth of Caleb, everyone. (laughs) And I am just here for it. You're here for it. Here for it. Um, The other thing I wanted to point out (coughs) quickly. Yes. Is that I really like this year's focus mm. of black. He- Will you say it one more time for black us? Black health and wellness. <laughs> Thank you, Caleb. You're you welcome. just have the best voice when you say that. Oh my God, I do. Um, and as I, <laughs> you really do. As I get more into the health and wellness field, because I am a yoga teacher and a sound healer and a sound healer, and I'm going back to school, mm-hmm. hopefully to pursue therapy mm-hmm. um i practice in therapy thank you pursue therapy yes mm-hmm. i also pursue therapy yes so in the many ways that i not only practice healing as a healer but as a student mm-hmm. um i notice so much appropriation in a lot of these practices and modalities used for healing sure um and this on the website and i will have to look at it and we can cite it in the notes um they we're specifically ref- referring to like midwives, doulas, like mm, health mm-hmm. practitioners, yeah, yeah. Um, herbalists, <clears throat> things of that nature. Yeah. yeah. And that's really important because, and we kind of talked about this too. I asked if it was important to you to have a health practitioner who was gay. Mm-hmm. And I do. Yes. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. For the first time in my life, I also have a health practitioner who's a black woman. Mm-hmm. This is new within like two years. Well, this is also, I mean, just to jump in, it's so important too, because I've seen statistics that like in the healthcare field, even like specifically for pregnant women, like the death rate for black mothers Mm -hmm. is so much higher 
yeah. than it is for white women mm-hmm. who are pregnant mm-hmm. or white persons. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's outrageous. And so to, like, have more black people in or BIPOC people in the healthcare mm-hmm. system is important. It is. To, like, offer that, like, I don't know, experience, viewpoint, like, they're gonna, we I have agree. to change this. You just feel like you're in, I don't know, good, safe company. Yeah. It's different. Don't you get, like, that different feeling when you go to your doctor? For sure. Like, and it's almost, like, indescribable, but it's just different and better. It is. And it's a little weird because, like, we're acquaintances. Mm. Because the gay community here is really small, and so, like, I know him, sort of. Um, And so when I go to my physical, it's a little weird. It's a little (laughs) awkward. But at the same time, too, like, I feel like I can trust him, and, like, I know that, like, I can ask him (laughs) questions and, like, feel like he's has my best interest at heart. Right. In a way that I don't know if that would be the case if I had a straight white male doctor. Yeah. Or even like a straight, a straight white, white woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That like I'm afraid that like <clears throat> because of my quote unquote lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah. Whatever Your risky that behaviors. Means. Yeah, exactly. That they would be less inclined to be Caring, as compassionate. compassionate. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense to me. I agree. And I think especially in learning like about yoga and Sarah Driscoll, our instructor, mm-hmm. who we took our teacher training love from, love her, did a great job of always making sure we tied into, we always tied the indigenous roots of yoga into yeah. what we were learning. Right. But I see so many wealthy white women practicing yoga mm-hmm. and doing their little asanas mm-hmm. or doing like power yoga. Or Pilates yoga. Or Pilates yoga. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> this is so annoying not that there's anything wrong with pilates or yoga no or power yoga but that's not we're then getting away from the indigenous roots like you are there's no nation for it yoga yes you've gentrified a spiritual practice now and turned it into like a sport Mm -hmm. and same thing with sound healing Mm. and i love sound healing i am all about it believe in it 100 percent. but it's mostly white people Mm -hmm. who practice and i'm like when I think sound healing, I think like Thailand, not Thailand. And it was um, actually started by indigenous cultures in Australia. Oh, they, yeah. I've been learning because I was like, I know this wasn't started by sure. white people mm-hmm. and it wasn't. But I'm like, we never learned that and they never talk about it. And I'm like, I just wish that we could see people who this this has been part of their culture and mm-hmm. their history. Right. Because it wasn't part of European history. Right. It's not part of. Yeah, white history. No. Yoga or playing a Tibetan bowl. Mm-hmm. Tibet, thank you. Tibet. Why did I say Thailand? Anyway. You, Asia. It's a big country. <laughs> continent. Big continent. continent. Yeah. It's a big place. Big place. But yeah, I just, and the same thing with herbalism. I have a really good friend who's an herbalist and it's really special and sacred actually to hear about her herbalism practices because right mm-hmm. now she's living on her family's land in Mississippi that they have had, this is generational land Mm -hmm. that their family has lived on for like the past 50, 60 years. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, probably longer than that. Probably longer than that. But I'm like, they're a black family who owns over 300 acres in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that land came from slavery. Yeah, for sure. That's like 100%. Yeah. Some like, here's your freedom, take the land and go type shit. Mm -hmm. And she gets to practice her herbalism down there and grow Mm -hmm. Her plants on her family's like sacred land yeah. with like her ancestors. I think talking about herbalism too is like so important because I think 
and correct me if I'm wrong, I just know that in so many ways, like, black health and wellness was excluded from, like, essentially, like, mm, I wouldn't say major or popular. I would say, like, more institutional medication. Mm-hmm. Right? And so the black experience throughout the generations in the United States have had to, like, come up with their own ways of taking care of themselves exactly yeah and so herbalism is a big part of that or naturalism or whatever yeah and like i think it's so funny too that like we're coming back to that now we're paying more attention to the fact that that is actually healthy i agree you know where we're like trying to reject some pharmaceuticals because they're all about money and greed and blah 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 i love it but it's incredible too and i think so much of the issues i've seen are like coming from conservative christianity where it's like oh that's voodoo or that's like hoodoo right is like the black um, form of voodoo. Did you yeah. know that? I did not know that. It's like a black magic religion. Voodoo. Huh. Yeah. We should talk Anyways, about it one day. We should. But you're right. But like there's like this witchcraftiness to it. Like, yeah. oh, these people are like ungodly. Yes. I know. agree. There's a big call like to action right now. Mm-hmm. I notice in the black community of like returning to your roots. Yeah. Returning to your natural state of being. Returning mm-hmm. to your natural land. Like figure out mm-hmm. your ancestral background and get there. Yeah. Visit. Like do the shit that your ancestors did to survive. And I do believe that because, and I think of the phrase like black girl magic, like Mm -hmm. it is magic to be black. We Mm -hmm. can make amazing things out of very little. We have been able to survive. I think that itself is like a witchcraft. Sure. Like the black existence again is Mm -hmm. like witchcraft. Mm -hmm. And I do think like herbalism and treating yourself with, things you can do for yourself rather than reaching out to a cis hetero white man Mm -hmm. is frowned upon in society sure and that's what we're doing when we turn to herbalism or Mm -hmm. yoga or we look within for healing instead of reaching out we're turning Mm -hmm. away from capitalism Mm -hmm. which is cis hetero white men Mm -hmm. and we don't need them anymore yeah it's toxic and it's It's scary over it yeah But the world doesn't like that. Right. No, they want to hold on to that as much as possible. They do. They want to keep us enslaved. Right. Literally. (laughs) And figuratively, too. I don't mean to laugh because it's true, but your faces. I know. You're making are hilarious. Cute. 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 Well, anyways, Sarah, thank you for talking to us about black history. Well, thank you for talking to us. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Anytime. I always enjoy um, hearing your thoughts. Especially as a white man. I love trying to like back you into a really uncomfortable corner. I love that. And seeing how you react. I'm sweating over here. It's like a little (laughs) fucking rat. (laughs) You're not a rat, but like it's. You love that experience of getting. Yeah, it's like the power thing. Mm -hmm, Power dynamics. Yeah. You can have power over me any day, Sarah. Okay. Okay. Remember, if you love me and Caleb, which we know you do, yeah, we know you do. Yeah, can you please go leave us a review and a rating? Anywhere, anywhere you listen to podcasts. My preference would be Apple. Okay, but you use Spotify. I actually have canceled my Spotify. (gasps) Oh, why? Um, multitude of reasons. I like am broke. Oh, mostly. Yeah, but there's that. That'll do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, how about Apple so I can go look at it? Okay, fine. Okay. And also don't forget to go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. Forward slash plus. <laughs> and subscribe. <laughs> as many times as we say that, I Words can never get it today. down. <laughs> For only $10 a month, you can get access to all of our 
extra bonus episodes. Our merchandise. It's going to come soon. Yep. And all our other great shit. Absolutely. Caleb, what a pleasure. Sarah, the pleasure's mine. Oh, I love you. Love Thank you, you guys for listening. Bye. Peace. Happy Black History Month. Woo! LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit laspodcastnetwork.com.